So, Kath Candish here again. Here's a late catch-up for today, looking at chapter 33 of Andrew Ollerton's wonderful book. And in this chapter, we're focusing on the character of a man whose encounter with Jesus changed history. Can you guess who he will be? He was a a short Jewish man, pretty sophisticated city dweller, highly educated Roman citizen. He wasn't at all like the first disciples, but like them, he was about to set the world on fire. He did one of the most famous U-turns in all time. In fact, a Damascus Road conversion is a phrase all kinds of people might use without even knowing who this chap is. He was the first person to ever live out Stormzy's lyrics, I guess, and be blinded by your grace. Anyway, I jumped forward a bit. This guy, as you guessed, Saul. Um, He was, uh, as I said, a highly educated Pharisee and he was outraged by this new sect, the Christians. To Saul, as to many, any religion that worshipped someone who'd been crucified on a cross, the ultimate in humiliation, was ridiculous. Ollerton says, in the ancient world, the idea of a crucified hero was a joke. I mean, it was literally a joke. There were cartoons about it and everything. And any religion that called that crucified leader Messiah, God, well, that wasn't just ridiculous. That was serious blasphemy. So Saul did everything within his power to stop this dangerous movement in its tracks, including overseeing the stoning of Stephen. Then one day, Saul was on his way to Damascus to finish off some more Christians, I guess, when something happened that changed everything. One minute he was riding along on his horse and the next he was knocked to the ground by a brilliant light which actually blinded him. And there he was, this little man with a huge reputation, blind and lying in the dust. Who knows where his horse had gone? He heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He realised This person wasn't the ghost of a Christian he'd finished off, but the actual voice of Jesus himself. And that when he, Saul, hurt the Christians, he was hurting God. The Messiah and his people, the Christians, were one organic whole. Later, Paul was to say, Christ is the head and the church is his body. And maybe this was the moment that he realised that everything changed. It was like a huge paradigm shift. Conversion isn't about box ticking, like when you fill in a form in hospital and you tick a different box this time. Following Jesus, hearing his voice, means whole life conversion. Everything gets repurposed, who we are, what we do. For Saul, this was massive. And in fact, he was no longer Saul. He was the Apostle Paul. Over the next 20 years, Paul dashed about all over the place, long before EasyJet. He planted churches all across Turkey, Greece and Italy. But Paul wasn't a go-it-alone hero. He relied heavily on others. He loved deeply. He had deep friendships. Paul had found a greater purpose in life. And the friendships he had on the way were with others who shared the same passion for Jesus. Ollerton says, when Jesus Christ becomes our true Lord, when personal happiness is nothing compared to him... Then we will be free to enjoy the sort of community that quenches our thirst and transforms the world. Why not read the story of Saul and Paul in Acts and think about how he shared the story of his conversion to many? How do you tell your story? Could you share it with somebody this week?